You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. Hello? 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 Okay, hold on, Pop. Now, let me go get to Siobhan. Go ahead. Good evening. Hi, Siobhan. Hi, Siobhan. How are you? Hold on. Let me get to okay. Siobhan. You got Pop on the line. Hi, Pop. How are you? Uh, how are you doing, Miss Sister Austin? Oh, okay. okay. How's the weather out there? Oh, beautiful. It's 83 today. <laughs> wow, I'm coming over. <laughs> Come on. We got cold weather over here. We got heavy wind blowing over here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, gosh. I, I saw that beautiful weather. I said, oh, look at uh, the Yankee Stadium and that in Manhattan. The snow looked so beautiful. <laughs> Oh, over here, we had, the wind was blowing 50 miles an hour. Oh, my. Hello, Sister Vaughn. Yes. Hi, Hi, Sister Mary. How is everyone? So Hi, everybody. <laughs> How is everybody doing? I hear y'all talking about the winds we just got up here. Yeah. Wasn't that ferocious? Woo. I thought it was going to blow a tree down over here. <laughs> Tell me. Goodness. <laughs> yes. They're talking Jesus. about snow in the morning and snow Saturday. Oh, mm. uh, of course, no, huh? Well, that's what the scriptures say is being uh, fulfilled. We won't know one thing right. from the next. And it's Hold shown, on. too. Mm-hmm. Let me get Maria on. Oh, Hi, Pop, Pop. Hi, everybody. Hello, how you doing? Okay, okay. 
Everybody's doing good, doing well. Had an enjoyable uh, Passion Week. And yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Sunday. Very nice and quiet. Very nice and quiet. Everybody's on. So hello, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Hi. Good evening. Okay, we got Sister Maria. We got Missionary on Map on. We got Pop Pop. We got Sister Vaughn. We got Sister Austin on tonight. Um, a couple of announcements before we get started. First of all, um, Sister Virginia had a death in her family. Her husband's aunt passed away, so she's on okay. her way back from South Carolina. She just came home Tuesday from South Carolina for visiting with the family. So when she got home, the lady passed away. They had to turn around and go right back. Oh boy! Oh. So, um, she won't be My because she's supporting her husband. Sister Tinsley is extremely, extremely exhausted because, you know, she participated in the Passover, and, you know, she makes all the preparations and the cleanup and all, all the stuff she has to do afterwards. So she's yeah. really exhausted. So she would not be joining us tonight. And mm-hmm. I am away, and I ask you to please forgive me because I did not study properly like I'm supposed to. I'm not making excuses, but I didn't do what I'm supposed to do. So we're going to touch on part of the lesson tonight, and then we're going to continue with it next week. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So what are we going to talk about tonight is going to give you a prelude on what needs to happen on Chapter 13. This way, when we get into 13 fully, it'll all come together and it makes sense. Um, I just want to... Let me say a prayer. Um, Maria, how are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm a little tired. I'm okay. Okay, for some reason, you're on my spirit right now, but I will call you personally when I finish this with here. We'll talk personally. Okay. There's something weighing heavily on me about you. I don't know what it is, but we will talk. Okay. Let's open up in prayer, please. I'll ask our sister... Uh, uh, okay, I'll open up in prayer. Um, dear Heavenly Father God, we come to you, Lord, as come as we know how. Always, God, with thanksgiving in our hearts and praises on our lips. Um, oh, God, we want to thank you, God, for our laying down last night and uh, our early rising this morning, Lord. Um, God, we want to thank you, my God, for the way that you watch over us, protecting us, and guiding us from any kind of hurt, harm, or danger. Oh, God, we ask you right now, Lord, to look down on our bereaved family in Virginia, Lord God. Touch their hearts, Lord, and let them know, God, that earth has no sorrow that you cannot bear. And, oh, God, we ask you, Lord, to please to look down on our sister, Lord God. Touch her body right now, God. Her body might be weak with weariness and tiredness, Lord God, but strengthen her, Lord, as she lay down and rest. And, Lord God, we ask the Lord to look down on the people on this line, Lord God. Um, There's some of them right now, God, are heavy in spirit right now, Lord God. But, Lord, let them know, Jesus God, that you can do all things for sale, Lord. Um, let them just begin to trust you, God. Um, believe it and know, God, without a shadow of a doubt, shout that, God, that you can work everything out and that everything in our lives, God, is ordered and about by you, Lord Jesus. And that you know, God, that you would take care of us regardless of whatever it might look like, God. God, give us the strength, God, to be able to stand up and hold on 
and see what the end's going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we just pray, Lord, for their strength, Lord. We pray, God, for their guidance, God. We pray, Lord, for their health, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, that they have a regulated mind, God, their mind on you, Lord, knowing, God, that you can and you will work it out. And, God, even before it happens, God, we say, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Lord, I glorify your name, God, knowing, God, that all things will be fine, God, and for those who believe and trust in you, Lord God, because, God, we know, Lord, that our steps are ordered by you, and there is no weapon formed against us it's going to happen unless you want it to happen, God. And when it does happen, God, it's for the building up of our character. Oh, God, we just want to say I thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for allowing us to come on this line. There's one more time. Oh, God, raise your hands to the Lord right now and say, Lord, I thank you. 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 I thank you, God, for just taking care of me, God. When all absences will come up against me, God, you are right there on my side. Oh, God, Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God in our lives, Lord God. We submit our lives to you, Father. We submit our lives to you, your will. Your will and your way, Jesus. Give us the strength, Lord God. Give us the strength. Not the strength, but the strength. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Look over our children. Look over our family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 We think you in advance because yes, we know you will take care of it. This battle is yours. Yes, Lord. And we come to you humbly, Lord God. Use us in any way. You see fit, Lord, for the kingdom. Yes, Lord God. We say yes to your will and your way, Lord God. We thank you. We don't question you, Father. We don't question you, Thank you, Lord. Just you know Thank what you. we stand in need of, Lord God. You know what we need. Thank Father. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you 100%, Father. 100%. Thank you. All faith in you. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank, you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm grateful, Lord. I'm grateful, Lord. I give it all to you, God. I lay it at Oh, yes. I hear the rolling thunder. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you. I just want to say I thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, I want to just say I thank you, Lord. I thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for everything. I thank you for the food. I thank you for the water. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, you're so great and good to us. Lord Jesus, we love you. We love you because you first loved us. Oh, yes. You loved us first because you did it all. You went to Calvary, you hung there not just for one, but for all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Oh, thank you for the blood. Oh, thank you for the blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you that we are in our right mind, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, that we could stand and lift your name up and give you praise and glory and not be ashamed and not to tell of your goodness to the world. Lord Jesus, that others may see your light shining on us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These things we ask. Lord, you're the great shepherd. Oh, Lord, you're the solid rock, Lord Jesus. The solid rock. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for being the solid rock. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for holding us up, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your open arms, Lord Jesus. We could come to you freely, no charge. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everything we have is yours. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you. Thank you. We thank you for the wonderful prayer. Now I'm going to turn to Exodus chapter 13. Um, and before we get into the chapter, that's where we started, Exodus 13 tonight. 
But before we get into a chapter, there's some things that you got to be refreshed. We, we went over it before, but it's going to become even clearer to you in Chapter 13. Then the first question I need to ask you, did God predict that he would destroy the firstborn? Now, we know we read about it in Chapter 12 where he actually told him and he did it. But my question to you is, did God make that prediction before Moses even got into Egyptian of what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out the answer to that by looking into Exodus 4. So Exodus 4. But I want you to see how everything ties in together. We know that we talked about how God put out those plagues and made the prediction he's going to kill some, you know, um, destroy all the firstborn. But I want to show you that God made that prediction to Moses even before he went into Exodus. And there's something else that God did. Okay. Turn to Exodus 4, and we're going to start at the 20th verse. Okay. We're going to tie right in. Um, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Um, give me one second, my love. No problem. I wrote down the wrong scripture. I know it does. I'm so sorry. No, no, nothing to be sorry about, Pastor. Just lots of patience, that's all. Yeah. Missionary, remember we read it? Yes, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking to. Um. Okay, yes. Exodus 4. And let's start at the 20th verse. That's correct. Okay. Okay, so let me go to Exodus 4 and start at the 18th verse. I'm going to read down. Now, the question to you is, did God predict that he would destroy all the firstborn before Moses went into Egypt? And we're going to find out the answer to that. Okay. um, Sister Austin, you want to start reading, please? Uh, Four at the 18th verse. Uh, And Moses went out, went and returned to Jericho, his father-in-law, and said unto him, Let me go, I pray thee, and return unto my brother, which are in Egypt, and see whether they be yet alive. And Jephro said to Moses, Go in peace. Okay, now hold it there. So you see that Moses was not in Egypt yet, right? You see? Mm-hmm. After the mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go into Egypt. Okay. All right. Keep reading, please. And and the Lord said unto Moses in oh, what that Midian. Midian. Midian, go return into Egypt, and for all the men are dead which sought thy life. And Moses took his wife and his son and set them upon an ass, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. Okay, hold it right there. So you see now he's getting ready to go to Egypt, right? You clear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now yes. 21, please. 
Who did you say? Who? Missionary. Missionary. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, 21 reads, uh, sorry. Oh, and the Lord told Moses, when you arrive back in Egypt, go to Pharaoh and perform all the miracles I have empowered you to do. But I will harden his heart, but he will refuse to let the people go. Now hold it. So you see right there. Now is Moses in, in Egypt yet? No. No, no. Okay. not yet. So when he gets to Egypt, he predicted exactly. So God had predicted even before he got to Egypt that he was going to harden um, Pharaoh's heart. Did we read about this happening already? Yes. 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 We did. Mm-hmm. We read about it in our last week lesson. All the plagues that that um that they had didn't God harden Pharaoh's heart every every time? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right? Okay. So even before he went back to Egypt, God made the prediction, and we saw that that prediction has already came true. Right? We agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Then we're gonna read some more. We're gonna see something else. Look what else he said. Go ahead, missionary. Okay. Um to let his people go, then you will tell him. This is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn son. Okay, hold it right there. Hold it. So who did God consider his firstborn son? Israel. 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 Oh, never mind. Israel is his firstborn son. Okay? And look, go ahead, read missionary. Okay, um, first one, son, I command you, let my son go so he can worship me. But since you have refused, I will now kill your firstborn son. Okay, now you mm-hmm. see this guy? Mm-hmm. Never saw he before. in Egypt. He didn't get to Egypt yet. God is just telling him what's going to happen. And exactly what's going to happen. He told him clearly that Pharaoh was going to refuse to let the people go, and he was going to destroy their firstborn son because Israel was considered his son, and, he got, and they were trying to destroy them with all their hard work and stuff. You see that? Mm-hmm. You see yes, how he never saw that his firstborn son? Yeah. Yes. We read this before, but we never seen that point. Okay, now mm-hmm. watch this. Can, watch this. Can I hear, can I hear that in the King James version? Yes. Uh, can, can I hear that same verse? Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll read twenty. Want me to read uh twenty-two, twenty-one to twenty-three in the King? Yes. Okay. And the Lord said unto Moses, "Well, now guess when thou goest to return into Egypt, see that." Thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand, but I will harden his heart, that he shall not let the people go. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Mm-hmm. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou 
refused to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And then I have Maria um, Rachel read it from the, um, the King James, so you can see it. It's all the same. But focus on what we're going to say now. Okay, missionary, read yes. 24, please. Okay, chapter 4, verse 24. Right. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have a bad tonight. Okay, on the way to Egypt, at a place where Moses and his family had stopped for the night, the Lord confronted him and was about to kill him. Okay, now hold it. Now, who who did God confront it, missionary? Moses. 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 Was going to okay, Egypt. and what is God yes. going to do to Moses? He's about to do what? It says that the Lord was about to kill Moses. He confronted okay. him. So let's figure out now why God was going to confront Moses and why God was upset with Moses. Why, why was he so upset with Moses? Okay, so I have uh, 25 reads, but Moses' wife, Zipporah, took a flint knife and circumcised her son. She touched his feet with the foreskin and said, now you are a bridegroom. Amen. Amen. Of blood to me. Mm-hmm. And when she said a bridegroom of blood, she was referring to the circumcision. After mm-hmm. that, the Lord left him alone. Okay, now hold it there. All right, Maria, read, it, um, read um, 25 from your Bible down. Then Sephora took a sharp stone and kept cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband art thou to me. Mm-hmm. Okay? So are you guys trying to tell me that Moses was not circumcised? Is that what it says there? No. Yeah. That's well, right. He wasn't circumcised. And why was God upset with him? Because he was. He was not he circumcised. Okay, so our next question is that Moses is on his way to Egypt. He wasn't circumcised, so God was upset and was about to kill him because he wasn't circumcised. So the question is, why was circumcision so important for Moses? Why did he have to be circumcised before he got to Egypt? And now that ties us to last week's lesson. Turn to Exodus 12. Exodus 12. Exodus 12. And we're going to go down to uh, 43. Okay, Miss Mary, read it from your Bible first, please. I'm saying, no, try this. 43. 43. Yeah. Okay, this is under the heading of instructions for the Passover. Okay, let me talk about the Passover now. Okay, now think about Moses and the circumcision. Go ahead. Then the Lord God said to Moses and Aaron, these are the instructions 
for the festival of Passover. No outsiders are allowed to eat the Passover meal, but any slave who has been purchased may eat it if he has been circumcised. Wait, hold it. So that means that anyone who was not circumcised, could they eat the Passover meal? No. No. Exactly. Now, let's skip down to 48. Um, just uh, Rachel, read 48, please. 28, okay. 48. 48? Yes. Yes, 48. 48. And when a stranger shall sojourn with thee and will keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his male be circumcised, and then let him come near and keep it, and he shall be as one that is born in the land. For no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. Read that part again, Rachel. No uncircumcised. What? No what? No. Um, For no uncircumcised person shall eat thereof. So let me ask you, if God did not circumcise Moses before he got to Egypt, could he participate in the Passover? No. 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 You see that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why God, after he made the prediction, what he's going to do to the, um, to the children, um, to the Egyptians, that's why God stopped Moses right there and said, uh-uh, we got to get you circumcised. Because he knew that Moses was going to be a leader and getting all this done, and he couldn't do it if he wasn't circumcised. Y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Amen. I know that. We read this before, but it did not make it clear until I started reading it this week. Because uh-huh. I said, wait a minute, ma'am. We read about him, his wife circumcising him, and then we also read about people, if there wasn't circumcised, couldn't eat the Passover. Now it makes sense why God insists that Moses be circumcised before he got to Egypt. Because if he wasn't, he couldn't be a part of the Passover at all. That was awesome. Uh, that was really awesome, Pastor. Especially when you, mm-hmm. the first one, as far as God had told him what he was going to do, after you do all those miracles, all those ten plagues, and how he, and how Israel, <coughs> never knew that Israel was considered his firstborn son. I, n- I never knew that. Never heard I that never, before. Never heard and it's that right name. here. Right here right in black here. and white, in the Holy Bible. That's Never, no one mm-hmm. expounded on that before. Nope. That Israel is his first, and that that comes together too, because yeah. that was his chosen people, and then he get he, he he allowed all of us to come in. That's right. Yeah, That's right. this is Israel was his first children, his firstborn son, his first mm-hmm. people. 
then he included all of us. Right. Through Jesus Christ's blood, we all had the same privilege that they do. Everyone can come to can come to God now. Everyone. But I I also have, I'm hearing for the first time that Israel was God's firstborn. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it was in your it was in the King James version too, right there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was right. I. Okay, so not just in the NIV. It's in the Holy Bible. It's written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I, so that, was that, was good. that was good. That was more important for us to see that tonight before we go into 13, because now it all ties in so we can understand why certain things are being said and why God allows certain things to happen. But you see how God can see our future? And how he put things in place before it even happened. Oh he yes. Knew that Moses was going to be the leader. He knew he was going to direct those people, but he could not direct those people if he wasn't circumcised. So God, yes. and so if God saw that future for him and and made the path straight and made it happen, what about us? Don't you think that God would also intervene on us and see mm-hmm. our future? He knows oh, of what's going to happen. And just like he made Moses in preparation to get ready to meet those people, God is also making preparation for you to do whatever work that God has for you. Whatever right. you need in your life to get the job done, God is going to make sure that you get it done. That's so true. why do we worry? Why do we fret? Why do we get upset knowing that we know who holds our future? And we are part yes. something. Before I, I would, we come to an end, and I was going to stop there, but let me just show you one more thing. Let's go back to 13. I just want to show you one thing, and then we're going to start. Then we'll continue 13 next week. Um, Sister Vaughn, read 13 1, please. Okay, 13 1. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Who's that? Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever opened the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, it is male. Mine. Mine, Mine, right? Mine, yeah. So God said sanctify, right? Okay. Uh, Now, uh, Sister Austin, read your Bible. What does yours say? I think what the Lord sanctify. Oh, and and the Lord speak unto Moses, saying, Sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever open the wounds among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, is it is mine. Okay, so you are saying sanctify. Missionary, what does mm-hmm. God say? Then the Lord said to Moses, Dedicate to okay. me every firstborn among the Israelites the first offspring to be born above humans and animals belong to me. That's what okay, the Lord so said to Moses. 
So, amen. So we have two words there. We have the word sanctified and dedicate, right, which means both the same thing. You guys, you guys see that? Yes. Okay, so the word sanctified or dedicate means belongs, I mean, means set apart. When you sanctify something or dedicate it, you set it apart for a sacred purpose. You see, you see that for a holy purpose. So anytime you said that you're sanctified and you're set apart, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, anytime you said that you're dedicated and you sanctify, it means that God is setting you apart for a holy purpose. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? That means you are sanctified. You're set apart to do a special job for that good with God. And it's got to be for a holy reason. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, so now, what was God going to sanctify? And you read that he's going to sanctify all the firstborn, animals, and humans. Why? Right. Because they belong to God. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Now turn over, we're going to see why God said that. Go over now to 12, 13, um, 13, um, 13 to um, 11. Missionary, read it from your Bible, please. Read down. 13, 11. This is why God is setting people, uh, setting the Israelites apart. Okay, this is what you must do when the Lord fulfills, when he fulfills the promise he swore to you and to your ancestors. Now, we're going to do that next when, week, okay? Keep going? Yes. When he gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, you must present all firstborn sons mm-hmm. And firstborn male animals to the Lord, for they belong to him. Oh, okay. Keep going. Okay. A firstborn donkey may be brought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or a young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck However, you must buy back every firstborn son. Keep going. And in the future, your children will ask you, what does all this mean? Then you will tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, the place of our slavery. Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, so the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. This is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord, except that the firstborn sons are always brought back. So God but, said he's going to sacrifice a set upon all the firstborn because they belong to them as a reminder of when they came out of Egypt. Just keep this thought in mind for next week. But I'm going to ask you a question. Have, have God sanctified or set us apart? Yes. Uh-huh. Now, how can we prove it? Let's go to 1 Corinthians 1. <coughs> Didn't God say you are holy people, a chosen priest, a royal priesthood? 
We yes. are chosen by God. First Corinthians what? Yes. First Corinthians one two. First Corinthians. First Corinthians one two. I just wanted to see a little bit of this, and we're going to go into depth next week. Okay. 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 It's in mind a little wet. Churches of God, which is. Okay, you have it? Yeah. 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 Okay. I uh, can't pronounce that. The, I know it's the current, 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 to them that are sanctified, sanctified, sanctified in Christ Jesus, all to be saints with all that is e- every piece, place, or place, place, I mean, place, Call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both through and both over. And ours. And ours. And ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, theirs oh. and ours. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. Amen. Okay. And Miss Mary, read from your Bible. One, two. This, this letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God. To be an apostle of Christ Jesus. No, no, no. First Corinthians one and um two, verse two. Uh, First Corinthians one, chapter one, chapter one, verse two. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I am writing to God's church in Corinth, to you who have been called by God to be His own holy people. He but made hold it right you there. Hold, hold it, hold it right there. So it okay. says that who that we are what called by God to be yes. Hallelujah. That means that Hallelujah. we are set apart and we Hallelujah. are dedicated. Called by God to do what? To be holy. Holy. Now look what it says. He made you what? Holy. By what? By means of Christ Jesus. Jesus okay. Christ made us holy with his blood on the cross. Mm-hmm. Continue reading. Yes, ma'am. Just as he did for all people everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Okay, so what? We are made holy, right? Set apart. Called out of the world to be chosen, dedicated, sanctified, to be made holy by the name of Jesus. Okay, we're chosen, like the truth of Israel. We've been set apart for this. Now look at Ephesians. Sunday, Ephesians one. Um, Ephesians one. I think it's nine. Ephesians. Yes. Mm. This will be the last one. Ephesians, which what? Ephesians one. one. Uh-huh. Okay. Right behind it. Oh, yes. That's what I want you to read this from your Bible. It'll be clear. 
Now, I'm going to tell you. I didn't get the chapter. Was it 1 9? 1 9. Okay. Now, I want you guys to keep this in mind. You are set apart, you are holy, dedicated for God's purpose. And this is the reason why you are set apart. Okay, we ain't missing that in 1 9 because God got something for us. And here's what He got for us. God has now revealed to us his mysterious plan regarding Christ, a plan to fulfill his own good pleasure. And, and this is the plan. And this is the plan. Okay, here we go. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Read. Keep going. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Wait, hold it right there. Hold it. So you see? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Thank you, yeah. Lord. Thank you, Lord. According to his purpose of him who worked it Just like the children of Israel believed, and they were saved by the blood. 
We are saved also by the blood of Jesus Christ. It's because we set apart. You guys see that? Yes. Uh That's awesome. That encourages me. I hope I mean, this is awesome. I could just stand up and do a dance and start praising God. It's very clear. It's very clear. Yes, it is. Yes. Very clear. You think that you're nobody, that God don't love you, and that you go, oh, woe is me? You are God's chosen people. Set apart to do his will. Now, what better service can you do? How can you not praise a God like that? And he did this in advance. So when you were just a twinkle in your mother's eye, when you were still not even born yet, when you came birth, came out and gave birth, he said, I set you apart from the day you were born to do his will. It's amazing. Yeah, we, yes. we, are, we are here for his purpose. Exactly. Let's yes. say you are raw priesthood in a chosen generation, that we are peculiar. Our ways are not the people's ways. Our ways are God's ways. That's why people don't always understand us. Because we are doing the things according to what God has outlined and planned for us. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, sorry. no, go ahead. I, I just need to hear it in the King James Version, the way they see it in their yeah. Bible, even though Absolutely. it's the same Bible. Just Absolutely. Th- Maria? Okay, um, Ephesians, the 1, 9, that I just read, one, how does it? 1, one through 9? Yeah. No, yeah. Look, Ephesians 1, verse 9. I think one, it was... Uh, chapter 1, verse 9. Yes, I, I have it right here. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his one, good pleasure, which mm-hmm. he hath purposed, in himself, mm-hmm. that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even mm. in him. Amen. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being. Mm-hmm. Present, predestined according to the purpose of him who works <laughs> all things after the counsel of his own will. Predestined. Yeah, predestined. That we shall mm, be, the 12, that we should be to the praise of his, of his glory, glory who, who first trusted in him. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Woo! Yes. Yes. What? Jesus. It says the same thing. Just in the the, the old, old English. Okay. Well, okay. wait. Listen Amen. Which is the which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of His glory. Amen. 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 And we know how we got purchased 
by the blood of Jesus. Amen. He brought us back. Amen. He redeemed us. Amen. Amen. So this is how we're going to stop tonight. And then this, this way when we jump into 13, we, we got all this information that we can tie into 13 to make it a little bit more clear so we can be able to go right through it. Oh, yeah. And you're going to see as we read the lesson 13 a little bit more that God even prepared the children by not even taking them on the right of the, of the regular road. God's going to take them down another road to preserve them, to show you how God is looking out even for us in the future ahead of time. Any questions mm. on the lesson so far? No. No, no. I learned a lot. Awesome. Learned a lot. Just a little short, short little t- tasting of it um, tonight. Now, what I'd like to do to close out tonight is a little bit differently. Uh, Rachel, are you on the line? Yes. Okay, Rachel. And, um, and as Rachel um, do what I ask her to do, I want you guys to go into the prayer. I want you to begin to search your soul. And whatever's bothering your spirit right now, whatever weight that's weighing heavily on you, I want you just to begin to hum it with Rachel. And as you begin to hum it, I want you to begin to praise God, knowing that whatever that you're carrying right now is going to be all passed into the death of the sea. We're going to go back. We're going to go way back, so how our forefathers used to do it. Um, you see, when you begin to hum, the uh, devil don't know what you're humming about. We're going to get rid of the devil tonight. Um, we're going to begin to hum our way to glory. We're going to begin to hum our way to praise. And we're going to ask Sister Rachel and Sister Austin uh, to begin to hum. And then you guys can go in and hum along with them.